Today on Dare to Develop, we have Liz of Enchantment Floral with us. Yes, we. I can't wait to hear all about how she balances having her amazing floral business as well as motherhood with two kids and how that's transitioned from before kids to operating a business with a team and kids now. Liz is a good friend of mine and our group of girlfriends like to call her Superwoman because she is just so great at everything that she does. So we can't wait for you to hear more. You're listening to Dare to Develop, a podcast for creatives. I'm Christine Herman. And I'm Ashley Baumgartner, and we are two hybrid wedding photographers that dub ourselves work wives. With a passion for developing community and daring to take risks in business and art, we want to bring you along on a journey. The journey of artists, makers, business professionals, and more who want to level up their businesses by daring greatly and developing community. So let's get started. Today on Dare to Develop, we are so excited to have Liz of Enchantment Floral on today. We can't wait to hear from you all about daring to pursue your career during motherhood. Thanks so much for being here today, Liz. Thank you. I'm excited. So before we get into all the details, we'd love to hear a little bit more about you and your business. Okay, sure. So Enchantment Floral, that's the business name. We do a lot of weddings and kind of random one-off type of floral work. I started in floral, oh, in my early, or what, let me think, late teens. And I started this business about 10 years ago. So I am Liz. My last name is so scary. So let me sound it out for you guys. Tsutsumi Heipner. Don't be intimidated when you see it. You can kind of just think like tsunami, tsutsumi. So that's how I kind of learned it when I met my met my husband and I was like, whoa, that is a name right now. <laughs> um, so I'm the owner. I also am like, you know, kind of like lead creative and lead designer. I have an awesome team of people that help me just because obviously I can't do everything alone. I'm also a mom, obviously, since that's our topic today. <laughs> I have two little ones at home. So I have Adri. She's almost seven. She's in first grade. And I have my son, Benji, who just turned four. He's my wild one. And then we also have three dogs and two cats. Oh, man. Um, and yeah, lots of living things to take care of. So I definitely have your hands <laughs> I'm busy. I'm always busy. <laughs> Yeah, so that's a little bit about just so I <laughs> I'm home to get everyone ready for school and then I'm also home to kind of keep the business moving. So, yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, we're excited to talk to you more about developing your career while being a mom. So, can you tell us a little bit about the journey of developing Enchantment Floral before kids and what that looks like today mm -hmm. with kids? Yeah, totally. So, when I started Enchantment Floral, I was fully employed. You know, I I had a an office job. I worked Monday through Friday, 40 hours or, you know, even more. And my weddings I did on the side. So my weekends were just all consumed. My evenings were all consumed. And my husband was like my helper. So he went and did setups <laughs> with me. So that was cool. And I never knew what to expect. I never, I can't say that I even actually had like a goal other than just like trying to do it. So I kind of started doing like friends weddings when, as they were getting engaged, just kind of building my portfolio. I also would just kind of go buy flowers and make little samples, just kind of doing things on my own. And slowly it built up, you know, the more pictures and the more references you have, the more business you can get. Mm -hmm. So, you know, before I had kids, I would just like kind of be 
hustling all the time. If I wasn't in the office, I was, you know, working on flowers, weddings, whatever. And then when I had my daughter was actually when I decided that I really should try to make it a full-time job because I didn't want to leave. I had no idea that all of the like amazingly cheesy things that they say about motherhood are 1000% true. And you just don't want to leave your little baby. I'd say the first year that I really went full-time, I w- the reason I was able to do it was I was lucky enough to have kind of a couple of core clients. So I had like a corporate weekly order and then I had uh, a weekly home order. So things like that, that you would maybe consider like kind of like your weekly paycheck mm-hmm. or your bread and butter. And so that the, those bread and butter accounts were able to kind of keep me going mm-hmm. until I was able to, to bring the wedding income in too. So it really was a leap the first year that I went full time. So now that I'm more established, it's definitely a full-time job. It's more than a full-time job. If I'm being honest, just the floral part even is more than a full-time job. So luckily I don't have the office job to juggle, but instead now I have the kids to juggle. So it's very interesting. (laughs) My schedule is all over the place and you can, my team can attest to it. You know, we'll come on a work day and we'll start processing and we'll start, um, on our checklist of designs we need to get through that day. And I'll just be like, okay, it's volunteer time. So I have to go to Audrey's classroom for an hour, or, you know, I have to run out and pick Benji up because he's just in preschool, lots of things. So it's nice for me to be able to work from home and to also, obviously, since I'm in charge, I can make the schedules, et cetera. And I just have to make it work for my kids. Really. They're the kind of the boss right now, just because I am the main caretaker. I'm married and my husband is very active in their lives, obviously, but he works and he commutes. So I'm the one that gets them up in the morning. I get them dressed. I, you know, make sure they have everything they need off to school. I'm there for field trips. I'm there for, I volunteer every week in their classroom. So I've always wanted to be a very like present mother, very active in all of the things that they're doing. And so this job actually, I mean, although it can be challenging to juggle both, I'm super blessed to actually be able to be there for them when I want to. I don't have to go and ask, you know, if I can have half of the day off to go to the pumpkin patch. You know, I can do it if I need to. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. Weekends are are probably the toughest pill to swallow just because because it's the wedding industry. Obviously, we work the weekends. So I just have to, as I am working on the schedule, what I kind of do is make a priority of, okay, first, where are the weddings that I have to be at? So if there's a big install, or if it's maybe a venue we haven't been to before, or someone I haven't worked with before, there are different criteria for the ones that I feel like it's really necessary for me to be present at delivery. So I start with that. And then I go and I look at like our family schedule. What is it that I like need to be present for? Birthdays, obviously, my own family's birthdays. And then there's secondary things like birthday parties or family barbecues or, you know, things that I feel like are worth the sacrifice on my business side. So it's always Mm -hmm. like a a balance of what can I give from either or where can I wiggle? Mm -hmm. So that's for like my, my own personal scheduling. And I think that the biggest thing that has made it easier throughout the whole journey, a little bit different throughout the journey, but the whole time is just like my support system is amazing. 
So when I was starting out and my daughter was a baby, I had my in-laws were like an amazing support system because they could take my baby for me. You know, when I was the (laughs) only person who was involved in the business at all, I had to be there. So it was always me. And then now I have my, you know, obviously my in-laws are still there and still helpful. My husband is amazing on the weekends with the kids. He handles everything when I'm working. And then I also have an amazing team and they're not only like a support system for my business because they help me, but they're also a support system for me personally, just because we're friends now, you know, we've grown together Mm -hmm. and also I can just fully rely on them for whatever it is that I need. So really like having all of these amazing people around has been able to bring me to a place where I can feel like I don't have to, um, work every single event, I can still provide an amazing product and amazing service and not have to um, be absent from my family every weekend. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love how you've managed to kind of establish that criteria of what, where you need to be on any given weekend day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're definitely, everything's a priority, right? And that's tough when your family's a priority and your business is a priority. So I love how you've established that criteria and then can filter down to your team when you need them to step in in your place. Mm-hmm. And it's nice. Yeah. I've got like a nice uh, collection of staff where, you know, they all have their strengths. So I'm always just trying to find the right person for the right job. Mm-hmm. And I, I love how you, from the beginning, like your support system has changed mm-hmm. from not just your in-laws, but now you have created this group of people. Can you kind of talk a little bit more about how you have created your team? Yeah, totally. So everyone that I've worked with has been a personal referral of some sort, whether I count that as like someone that a friend introduced me to or someone that I'm going to call myself a referral, right? Like maybe friends, And then Mm -hmm. I've realized that, hey, they could play a role in my business. So let me start with Paula. So Paula is my main assistant. I call her my ride or die. Like anything I need, the girl is there and I love her. She can do anything I ask and she's got an amazing attitude. So I met Paula on (laughs) care.com. How (laughs) fast. When I had my son... My business was established and my daughter was in daycare, but I couldn't send my son, my infant son to daycare. So I needed someone or wanted someone who could come and nanny for me at home while I worked, you know, in the garage to take care of him inside. So Paula did that for me. So she would be there and it was, you know, I want to say it was like probably Wednesday through Friday, you know, maybe five or six hours a day just so I could be out there designing with my team. And then I would go inside and take breastfeeding breaks. So super fun motherhood balancing right there. (laughs) But obviously my son got to a certain point where I didn't need someone to care for him the same way. And at that point, Paula had proven to me that she just was like so amazing and versatile that I could use her in my business instead. So she had zero floral experience, but an amazing attitude and a willingness to try. And so she's learned now to do everything. She can set up weddings. She can do installs. She's the best. So anyways, yeah. Interesting that like the kid thing kind of brought over to your wedding. (laughs) And then I have some freelancers who, 
you know, were referred to me by other designers. We kind of share people, which is pretty common in the industry. So, you know, she's one of my staples, my go-tos. So she'll kind of work with all of us. She probably, you know, gets availability of the first person that ever used her and then, you know, kind of trickles down the list and fills her calendar. Mm -hmm. And then I also have some who are teachers (laughs) and sadly we don't pay them enough. So they like weekend work. So a couple of my best friends are teachers and they have for years just helped me with setups on the weekends or, you know, even over the summer offering extra help as well during the week. That's Um, amazing. Yeah. So kind of all over the place. Some are just like I even have some that were like personal friends or friends of those friends who, when they started helping me do setups or teardowns or whatever it might be, you know, thought that they, they knew someone who would be a good addition to the team. So for me, when I'm looking for someone, like the attitude is the biggest thing is just Mm -hmm. kind of like knowing that it's someone that will bring something positive to the team, you know, a good chemistry. So, I mean, we're always having fun. So anyone who can't like, you know, laugh with us, things like that. It's not going to, it's not going to be a good fit. So I'm always just looking for like a positive person who's willing to try something new. It doesn't even have to be a florist, but yeah, it's, it's definitely taken time. I've definitely tried things that did not work, but I am lucky enough to have a nice group of people that did work out. That's awesome. I'm so glad you found your own little community for your business while um, working on your business. Mm -hmm. So Liz, you talked a lot about kind of the hustle years before you had kids. Did you do anything in particular to quote unquote, prepare your business for the time, time period when you were about to have your first kid? No. So I, (laughs) I I love the honesty. Yeah. I never thought I was going to be so attached to this kid. I never thought I was going to want to be home. (laughs) I loved my job. I loved what I did. I loved, I just, I thought I was going to go back to normal or life as it was. So no. And honestly, I mentioned this, you know, just when we were chatting before we started, but I am a super go with the flow kind of person. So uh, like sitting down and writing up a business plan isn't ever really part of like my process. (laughs) I'm more of a like, oh, I was at the gym and, you know, like good ideas just started flowing. So that's kind of how I (laughs) plan things is really like in my head and in the moment. So I can't say that I really did like much preparing to launch. Yeah. I just kind of figured it out as I went. (laughs) I feel like that's an even better story because you're proof that, you know, it doesn't have to be someone that plans out this very strategic maternity leave or very strategic transition plan Mm -hmm. um, that it can be done just with mother strength. Yes. Yes. I don't know how, but you know, somehow I've always been provided for and it's always worked. So I'm very lucky. (laughs) I mean, it's definitely taken hard work as well, but you know, somehow it is, it has worked. So, you know, if you're not a sit down (laughs) spreadsheets kind of person, you can still do it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I like to, we always like to call you superwoman because you literally like you're doing killing the mom thing, killing the business, kill it. Even like you, there's always something that I didn't do, but (laughs) 
<laughs> we don't know that. I know, right? Oh, sorry. No one has clean socks, but you know what? <laughs> what can I say? I think it's a testament to where you're putting your heart, yes. right? Your heart yes. and your effort. <laughs> that the little things don't matter as much because you're focusing on your two priorities, your exactly. family. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm always mm-hmm. like trying to have a good time and a good experience, you know, in both aspects, you know, I want my kids to have fun. I want them to enjoy our days and, and our evenings that we have together. And I, and I want my brides to have fun. I want, I want my team to have fun. So I, who wants to go to work when it's not fun? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. I want to have fun. I love what I do. And I'm lucky that my team is also awesome. Like it's kind of a bummer sometimes to work all weekend, but honestly, I can say at the end of each day, we're all like, oh, dang, it's over. You know, like we have fun. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's definitely a, a nice thing. Yes. Yes. So do you, what are some of the primary struggles that you dealt with once you had Audrey and were transitioning your business? Oh, let me think. Well, just learning to let go because at a certain point, you know, when I first decided to make this full time, the whole point was to be with my child. So at a certain point, you know, when I got a certain amount of business going, that took away from the being with my child part of it. So Mm -hmm. it's always, it's an ongoing battle, just to be honest, of always feeling like I'm giving them enough time not just for them, but also for me, because now it is a full-time job. So that's probably my hardest struggle is just balancing everything because, you know, you let, you let one thing go too far and the rest is going to slip. So that's always been a challenge for me. But what I like to do is just really kind of, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I step back and I'm like, what are the things that, that don't really matter? Like for me, it doesn't matter if you didn't make your bed this morning because we had breakfast together or mm-hmm. it doesn't matter to me that maybe this little part of our like plan for the day of like what we were supposed to accomplish as far as designing goes, maybe that, you know, went off track a little bit, but for me, like the bigger picture is a little bit more important versus how we're getting there. So I don't know, I guess if I get lost, I just try to focus on like, how can we get to the end point and how can we all be healthy and happy at that end point? Mm-hmm. So just kind of, again, letting go of the rigidity of it and kind of going with the flow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. It sounds like you've kind of adopted that motto, not only for motherhood, but for life. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. I love it. So do you have any tips for either future mothers who want to have a business and also have children and transition to having children while running their own business or moms that are already trying to do both, but might be struggling with some of it. I mean, I think that the biggest thing to remember is that no one is exactly the same and no one's life is exactly the same. So what worked for me might not work for you. I know lots of mom business owners who, you know, we just operate differently. And I think it's important to just Remember to give yourself grace and to give yourself time to figure out what will work for you and for your child, because even kids are different. What I could do with Adri when she was a baby didn't work with Benji when he was a baby. So it's, it's a constant, just kind of figuring things out. 
But I would say a support system is super key because as much as we want to, we can't always do everything ourselves. So Mm -hmm. a support system and then just, again, just some understanding and kindness for yourself as you're figuring things out. Super important, super important. Giving yourself grace through new challenges is something we all need to do more of, I think, as business owners. Hey, Christine here. We'll get back to the episode in just one moment, but I wanted to share with you all a little discount code on my print shop. If you're needing any prints for your house or your workspace, go check out my landscape photography at christineherman.com. There'll be a discount code of 20% off if you use the code dare to develop. Now back to the show. So Liz, as you've had kids, have your kind of business goals or kind of units of measurement changed? Like how many weddings you want to book, how much work you want to take on? Has Have those numbers changed in terms of quantity or budgets or anything like that in order to balance your family while working? Yes. And yes and no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yes in, so for example, a yes would be, I have a minimum now that well, I guess I always had a minimum, but it's increased a bit. And the point mm-hmm. of that was, I think I had one summer where I felt like I was working a lot for not, not enough money to make it worth mm-hmm. leaving my family. So, mm-hmm. so now I feel like, you know, let's say I have a financial goal every week. I need to make a certain amount of, of profit or income for myself, for my family, right? So if that means maybe I do one big wedding or I do four small weddings, obviously Mm -hmm. I have more time with my family if I do one big wedding. So Mm -hmm. for that reason, I do focus now on not even huge weddings, but I have a $5,000 minimum, which honestly Mm -hmm. for flowers, that's like, it's a decent package. It's nothing huge. It's nothing insane, but it's not, it's not like your average, you know, backyard or DIY wedding. So I I do Mm -hmm. have like kind of a target for where I like to be in terms of budget, like a $5,000 to $8,000 budget is enough for, you know, my team for the week. If we do one, it's like, that's an easy week for us. So that's great. And then I'm not having to do, you know, for $1,500 weddings, which is Mm -hmm. more stressful just because there's multiple places to be, you know, then our team has to split up. We have to keep track of different people and different designs. So obviously just one larger wedding is easier. Okay. And then the other part of that would be, I don't necessarily set a goal of number of weddings I want to complete. What I do is if you come to me and I'm available and your wedding is exciting, then I'm going to take it. So (laughs) love it. um, I mean, that's good and bad. So I, for me personally, I'm always over committing myself, which is why I'm always tired, which is why Christine says people call me Wonder Woman. But that's just because, <laughs> that's just because I have no chill. As long as I have free time, I'm going to keep myself busy. So sometimes I'll do 80 weddings a year and people think that's crazy, but it makes me happy. So mm-hmm. yes and no. Sometimes I burn out and I, and I want to take a step back. But the amazing thing is I control that throttle. So, you know... As long as I'm feeling comfortable and like something is inspiring to me, I'm just going to kind of take it on. And that's just kind of how I am in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yes, but you, you still, even with all of that, still have great balance with your family and your your morals and your goals. Thank you. So it's just an attribute to you. Yeah, thank you. I definitely don't so know if I, I could do, do that. I do, <laughs> I do feel lucky that, you know, even if I am working every weekend, I have every afternoon with my kids. So I pick them up from school every day and I spend the entire afternoon through evening with them. I don't work in the afternoon. So like, at least I have that. And I, and that's my mm-hmm. reminder kind of when I'm feeling overwhelmed on the weekends or if I'm feeling bummed, I had to, you know, uh, I didn't get to take them to Chuck E. Cheese for that party or whatever, you know, it seems minuscule, but those things are, are important to be at. So whenever mm-hmm. I need a reminder, I think it is that they have an amazing amount of quality time with me, even though it's not on Saturday and Sunday. So mm-hmm. I always have that reminder. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that you're prioritizing them during the week since you exactly. can't be with them on and the weekend. A fun thing, you know, we're always going to the park or going on play dates or bike rides or, you know, we're <laughs> my poor kids. You're an active. I, yeah. yeah. My poor kids, <laughs> I keep them as busy as I keep myself. So, you know, we, <laughs> we have lots of experiences together and, and that's something that I'm very thankful for. So how do you see Enchantment Floral developing in the future? My plan has been for the past maybe three years to continue to grow my staff so that I can have a bit more flexibility on my family time. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we want to continue to take the same types of weddings, the same size weddings, and just really kind of grow their skills so that I can have a little bit more relief, you know, even with things like answering emails and things like that. So, you know, I don't ever want to be like this big chain or ever be uninvolved. I still want to be, have my hands on every single wedding. I just mm-hmm. want to be able to really kind of fine tune everyone else's skills so that we're kind of all on the same level. And that's mm-hmm. my goal. So, you know, we still, I like to throw in a couple of like kind of crazy weddings every year. So like, you know, maybe a couple like really long ones or really large ones or, or, you know, last year we did like this fun one in Carmel where we all stayed the weekend and things like that. So I like to mix it up a little bit, but I really do. I like the kind of budget we target right now and those size weddings. So just kind of staying the course that we've been on and really like getting our staff to a point where everyone can do everything. And then maybe we'll change a little bit from there. But for now, I'm super happy with what we're doing. Amazing. That's great. I feel like being able to have a staff that you can trust and just being able to step back a little Mm -hmm. bit, um, especially maybe on the wedding days and creating more time with your family on the weekends would be amazing. I mean, I know a lot of people want to do that for sure in the wedding industry. So great goals. Thank you. Yeah. A big one for me is that my son just started soccer. So he's old enough for organized sports. My daughter (laughs) is not, has not proven to be an athlete thus far. (laughs) She really judges me on my dancing skills. You can ask Christine. (laughs) I want to be able to be at recitals and games and stuff like that. So that's, that's really the, the driving force behind my wanting to just level off our, our staffing is just so that we all, you know, my helpers are moms too. So really just kind of getting everyone to a point where they don't feel like they're locked down every weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love yeah. that. I love how much you've talked about how to balance your business and your, 
your family and your kids and just figure out your priorities along Thank the way. Thank you. Also, I will <laughs> say, moms, it's okay to feel like you do not have your shit together because we all, we all <laughs> feel like that sometimes. So, so true. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, if your kids are happy and your clients are happy, you know, I just try not to focus on anything that may have gone, you know, not as planned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. Well, thank you so much, yeah. Liz, for talking all about motherhood. If it's all right, we'd love to move into a time of fast facts for our listeners Ooh, to get to sure, know you more. Sure. All right. Awesome. So first up, what is your favorite tool you use in business? You know, I use HoneyBook and it wasn't specifically made for florists, but it w- works really well for me. And I love that I get paid now on time and promptly. It reminds me of things. It reminds my clients of things. So that's probably my most, the like technology type tool that has helped me advance the most. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So what is your favorite post-wedding snack? Ooh, you know what I like to do? So after either after setup and before transfer or just after everything's over, it's kind of case by case. What I like to do is find a restaurant on Yelp that I have never heard of, that I have never been to, and that I may never be able to go to again. And I like to try that place. Um, Ooh, I like yes, that. Yes, it has to have good cocktails and it has to have good appetizers. Um, but <laughs> that's kind of like our tradition is just, you know, looking up a favorite local spot and finding something new. Yeah. Fun. Do you have a wedding or just like when you're doing flower arrangements, pump up jam to get you in the mood? You know what? I am like multiple personality disorder when it comes to music. (laughs) (laughs) Like one day I might be playing, you know, like EDM the next day it's rap. The next day it's country. The next day it's reggae. I'm all over the place. (laughs) Um, so honestly just whatever has me feeling good that day, that's like such a hippie thing to say, but I really feel the music. So whatever music <laughs> kind of feels good to me that day is what I'll listen to. But you can catch me listening to a little bit of everything. <laughs> love that. Love yeah. that. So what is the best education book, maybe a podcast you, that you've learned from? There's this great book called Profit First, which if I'm just going to be really honest with you, I haven't finished reading because I have two kids and I never have time to read. But every time I read it, it's super inspiring and seems super doable. And it's just a different way of accounting. It focuses on on making sure that you make your money, what you should be making before you do anything else. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a really interesting way to look at things. Again, this is like totally for a spreadsheets type of person, which is not me. But I do think (laughs) I do think it's a good book. And I do think it would be helpful for a lot of creatives. Yes, it's a great book. We'll link it in the show notes. Yeah, good. So Liz, what is one daring leap you've taken in your business or life? I'd say the biggest leap was leaving my super comfortable, well-paying job (laughs) when I had Mm -hmm. my daughter and just jumping full force into this uh, little wedding business. Love it. Agreed. Agreed. So what is one thing you feel like you're great at in your business? I think I am a chameleon. So kind of like I have all of this different musical interest. I love all kinds of different styles. So I can help people looking for different things. So I don't know if that makes sense, but I I can Mm -hmm. do things that are, that will give you different feels. So I can't 
just do ballroom weddings or just do ranch weddings. You know, I really feel like I can create lots of different kinds of looks. And I feel like that's kind of a special thing. Mm -hmm. That definitely is. So where can our listeners find you? Your website, your Instagram, social media? Yep, yep. I have it all. So I'm on Instagram at enchantment underscore floral, just to keep it complicated. (laughs) (laughs) Site, which is enchantmentfloral.com. So yeah, I do, you know, I kind of, I try to keep up to date on the Instagram posts. It's, (laughs) I would say it's not my specialty, but I try. You can, you know, if you watch my stories, you'll catch some clips of the crazy different types of music I listen to. <laughs> and yeah, I, I'm on Facebook too. That's mostly for sharing Instagram posts, if I'm being honest, but I do have Facebook. Mm-hmm. Totally. Awesome. Awesome. So do you have any special announcements or offers for our listeners? Well, we are switching up or I guess, you know, pivoting little friends flashback mm-hmm. there. Pivot, pivot our business yeah. <laughs> just because what we're all going through with like current postponements and changes to weddings. That's the bulk of my business because I really do focus on right. events. So we're doing a lot more like door to door deliveries, like kind of a weekly bouquet service, you know, home decor items, things like that. So right now I'm focusing on kind of updating our shop and keeping people aware of weekly specials and things like that. So that's just kind of what's mm-hmm. new for us right now. Awesome. Awesome. We'll definitely link that if you get with the shop info for everyone oh, listening for cool. sure. Nice. So Liz, before we take off, what is one thing you want to dare our listeners to do after hearing your episode? Well, I would say if you wanted to try something to just try it, because when I started this, I never thought I honestly, I never even had the thought that I could be where I am now. And even after a couple of years of trying it for fun, you know, it just never crossed my mind. But the moment that I tried, I was able to do it. So just giving it like all I had was was really all it took. So I think that you'd be amazed at the things that you can accomplish if you just kind of really give it your all. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Amazing. For sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for hopping on and talking about more about your business and motherhood. Made me feel special. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) It was so affirming to get to hear how Liz balances both motherhood and her business, figuring out what her priorities are for each on any given week. I love being able to hear about how she created her support system and how's that sh- how, whoopsies her support system and how that has changed from when she's had her first kid to where she is now. We love her dare of just trying something new, getting out there, not being afraid to do it, as well as not taking motherhood as a limiting belief for your business, but as figuring it out how you can balance both and succeed very well at both. Mm-hmm. We'll catch you next time on Dare to Develop. Thanks so much for joining us today on Dare to Develop. We'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a review if you love today's episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes at daretodevelopodcast.com and follow along on IG at Dare to Develop. Catch us next week for more fun as we hear from creatives who have dared greatly in their businesses and develop community along the way.